Hello, um, this is uh, Mike Anderson here um, for the Southwest Church of Christ Adult Bible Study Program entitled D6. This morning we're going to be looking at Joshua chapter 2, the full chapter, and um, the lesson is entitled Actions Speak Louder Than Words. Starting in chapter 2 of Joshua, we have the words, Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent his message to Rahab, bring out the men who came to you and entered your house because they have come to spy out the whole land. All right, now the setting is this. Moses was the leader who led the children of the chosen people out of Egypt. And now Joshua is the leader. God's people have been wandering in the desert for 40 years, and they are now anxiously looking to cross the Jordan River and start taking possession of the land that God had promised their forefathers and them. About 40 years prior to this, spies were sent out by Moses to check out the land and the people living there. Ten of the twelve spies sent out came back and spread fear into the hearts of the people, and they rebelled against God and Moses. The consequences were that the adults that were then living would never see the promised land, only Caleb and Joshua, the spies who came back with faithful responses from checking out the land. Joshua the leader now doesn't want a repeat occurrence. He is in the city of Shittim, which is currently in uh, the area of Jericho, um, on the east side of the, Jer of the Jordan River. And Jericho is on the west side of the Jordan River, and it's in the country of Israel, uh, but it's in the West Bank area, the disputed West Bank area, of, uh, of Israel. And we see here in the opening verses that uh, there are very few secrets, and the king finds out about these spies, and he sends someone to check it out. Verse 4, But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And she said, Yes, the men came here to me, but I did not know where they came from. At dusk, when it came time to close the city gate, the men left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax that she had laid out on the roof. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of Jordan, the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. So we have Rahab here who denies to the king's messengers that the two spies are with her. 
She is taking a huge risk in hiding these men and lying to the king. The question is, why is she taking this risk? And that's really the driving question as we begin this story. Verse 8. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given this land to you, and that a great fear has of you has fallen on us, so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to Shion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. How did she and the other people hear about all of this? Well, we don't know, but you know there were caravans that were traveling in those areas. They, the Jews, as they traveled, they, they may have traded with people and told the story, but the story was told, and they came to understand the story. In fact, all the people in the area understood this uh, story. Verse 11. When we heard of it, our hearts melted, and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Wow, what great insight she had regarding the one true God. And now she begins to act by faith on the insight into who the true God really is. Verse 12. Now then, swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family, because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother and my brothers and sisters and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death. Our lives for your lives, the men assured her. If you don't tell what we are doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us the land. So so she let them down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. And now she had said to them, Go to the hills so the pursuers will not find you. Hide yourself there three days until they return, and then go on your way. The men said to her, This oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless when we enter the land you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you will let us down and unless you have brought your father and mother and brothers and all your family into your house. If anyone goes outside your house into the street, his blood will be on his own head. We will not be responsible. As for anyone who is in the house with you, his blood will be on our head if a man is li- if a hand is laid on him. But if you tell what we are doing, we are released from the oath you have made us swear. Agreed, she replied. Let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. When they left, they went into the hills and stayed there three days until the pursuers had searched all along the road and returned without finding them. 
Then the two men started back. They went down out of the hills, forded the river, and came to Joshua, son of Nun, and told him everything that had happened to them. They said to Joshua, The Lord has surely given us the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. Now, the events of the story later show that Rahab and the Jews lived up to their part of the bargain. And so Rahab didn't tell, and the Jews protected her and her people. Rahab didn't, didn't just state her belief in the true God. She acted on it, and that's the point here. She acted out, not just, she acted out what she stated, that she believed in the true God, and she acted it out. Her actions were more important than her mere words. And of course, that applies to us today. Just like we need to go beyond just proclaiming what we trust and that we trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, we need to proclaim our faith through our actions. Okay, now let's go back to verse 8 and take a closer look at some of the story. Because there's another factor that we need to consider here. How did she really come to the strong faith? So if we go back to chapter 2, verse 8, we read, The spies lay down for the night. She went up on the roof and said to them, I know the Lord has given this land to you, and that great fear of you has fallen on us, so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to Cheyenne and Og, the two kings of the Amorites, east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. She knows about God drawing up the Red Sea so that the people could walk across and escape Pharaoh. That happened 40 years prior to this, and they're still remembering this event. Verse 11, when we heard of it, our hearts melted and everyone's courage failed because of you. No, no, here, here is, look, look at what she says here next. For the, Lord your, for the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. The obvious point is that she had great faith in the God of the Jews. But where did she get this great insight into who God Almighty really is? The people of the land, generally speaking, thought their gods were territorial gods. They, gods had certain regions that they controlled, and they were the gods of those regions. In fact, even many of the Jews failed to really understand God and to, to, and the, to the degree that she did, that God is the God of heaven, and on earth below, he is almighty God over all. Um, it has to be that the answer is that the Holy Spirit had to have told her. God told her. He put this into her heart 
And then she took this and risked all she had along with her family on this. Her faith was based on what God told her, the insight that he had provided her. The Holy Spirit, who was at the creation in Genesis chapter 1, led the way here as his chosen people are set to take the promised land. It's just like he did in the book of Acts with the early church and just like what he does for us today here at Southwest. The Holy Spirit leads the way. The lesson here is that actions speak louder than words. Our faith must be an act of faith, not just one with words. We also need to understand, and probably, and this is more important, that the Holy Spirit does lead the way for us. The Holy Spirit was with God's people from the beginning and during the Exodus. He was with God's people when Jesus' church was established and grew. And the Holy Spirit is with us today, leading the way. Please consider this and remember that God is with us. Thank you for your attention.